Welcome to this week's edition of the Mountain Outpost Pod. We got our audio on. We are ready to crank it. Uh, I'm your co-host, Jam Jam Jamil Curry, here with... Skizzle Fresh, Skylar Hall. What's good? Yes, we're back. Uh, two weeks in a row, but less than that because we we're on Thursday. Now we're back on Tuesday. Trying to keep it consistent like we promised last week. Pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, the thing that I didn't account for on my end was uh, when we sort of launched the pod back in uh, the winter and that weird COVID season, we had practice from three until five. And so I was definitely home by six. And then I was literally standing there as practice was getting ready to start like, oh, I don't normally walk out of here until six o'clock. So we'll probably have to slide it back on Tuesdays. But we are back on the proper day with the same lackluster research and we're just going to do it off the top of the dome as we always do. So I'm excited, man. But, uh, but how, how have you been? And the you same been and the same audio issues, but besides right. that, uh, I'm good. I just rolled right from the show last week. That was what Thursday evening, I believe. Mm -hmm. So I hopped a flight Friday morning to Canada, got back Sunday night and I've basically been living at the office since it since then so uh, yeah it's been it's been travel and work and travel and a lot of covid tests and mm -hmm. uh what else a lot of masking on flights that's about it but uh yeah got to spend some time with gary robbins this weekend up at the whistler alpine meadows 60k 13k and 25k which is up in whistler british columbia and uh, hung out with max king him and i were capturing some content for Solomon for the Golden Trail National Series. That content wasn't posted because there was the Skyrune Global Golden Series, Golden Trail Series race, part of the global circuit. So that one took precedent over the National Series, but we should see some content going out tomorrow uh, if you want to see what happened out there. But they were also posting some stuff on the Coast Mountain Trail Instagram. So that's my update. Was, uh, yeah, up there this weekend. And then we're going to Broken Arrow this weekend. So it's the finale for the series. And, and then I hope to just be more local Arizona, focus on our, uh, our events here going down in, uh, in the desert. How about you? You were, uh, you were at a race this weekend? A different type of race. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I hopped down to Southern California. I had a wedding to attend, uh, which was solid. You know, it was beautiful. Uh, my runs down there weren't as great uh just a lot of like country roads and just running on people's equestrian trails and no shoulders so that was always enjoyable uh forgot what it was like to you know to, to run in just like rural areas or like non-urban areas for a bit so uh that was good just warm and then sunday got to hang out at the long beach grand prix so seeing some some a different type of racing as the indy cars were wrapping up their season so uh, pretty Pretty exciting. Not not the most uh, like wild course. Uh, 
pretty difficult to pass. So I had to, it was kind of interesting watching it with my like running race eye and being like, oh, like if you shot the hole here, like you should be able to like run that line and have it be a little bit, uh, you might be able to like accelerate out of that. And so that's just, that's just how I see things is always, here's what I learned in track. Now, how do I apply it to a car? Uh, which is great for everybody who's ever ridden in a car where I was driving. Uh, just remember that time I got us at Western States all the way to that first aid station in under two hours. You're welcome. So, so yeah, uh, it was a good weekend. Caught up with some friends uh, that I had uh, deployed with. I was, I was down in Long Beach over the summer and just like overall, just had a, had a good time. And then got right back on the training grind because we are 13 days away from Boston at this point. So I got to make sure that I can complete a full 26 miles. And then from there until New York, I have, what is it, 27 days or something. So we're getting into, we're getting into crunch time. What is the, what are the dates for both of those? Uh, so Boston is the 11th of October. Um, so Chicago is the 10th. Boston is the 11th. I'm not running Chicago. It's just in terms of world marathon majors, putting those on your radar. Uh, and then New York city is November 7th, which should be the capper of all of the Abbott marathon majors. So and what, it's a great time to be. Is it what Shalene Flanagan is doing all of them? So she's got to do, Correct. how does that work with the schedule? She's got to do those on back-to-back days. Chicago mm-hmm. and New York. Oh man, I, didn't, I did not realize that. Indeed. Yeah. That's where, <laughs> that's where the fun comes in. Uh, you know, it, it sort of pulls a little bit of, uh, Des Linden's Des Tober, right. Where she was running, you know, one mile on you know, October 1st, two miles mm. on October 2nd, so on and so forth. So Shalane's going to have a little bit of that, that flavor, um, except with a flight in between. So It'll be interesting, especially given her stated goal of running under three hours for each of these marathons. So, I mean, functionally, she should she could just like cruise Chicago, which is very friendly uh, in terms of, of course profile. Uh, and, you know, she could run like a 257 and then hop the flight and be pretty well rested for Boston. Uh, not that she should have any problems breaking three at either of those courses, but, you know, preservation will probably start becoming the name of the game is that'll be marathons, I believe three and four for her. Yes, those would be marathons three and four for her in this in this whirlwind tour. Sounds like great training for Black Canyon in February. True. True. Uh yeah, it, it's actually really interesting because uh, I've seen a couple different posts of people who are um, traditionally would do like a TNF fifty and CIM uh, double or like thing you know, old school, traditional doubles, even the Boston to Big Sur. Uh, So watching folks be like, oh, yeah, like I'm now doing a world marathon major and some fall uh, ultra or, you know, I'm going to do like Boston and CIM or just seeing how folks are structuring their their schedules, especially because for many people, this is their first time back to racing uh, in person. And so folks are kind of like going over the top and doing some crazy things, myself included. So I can't hate, but, uh, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time for folks who are getting back on the start line. So if you're getting out there, crush it, stay healthy, stay sane. And, uh, let's get through 2021 in one piece. Love it. Yeah. I'm taking my off season right now. (laughs) Every week that you're not racing is your off season. What are you talking about, dude? I pulled up your Strava profile. I'm gonna put you on blast. I don't care. I pulled it up. It like going back, like, must have been like four or five months. And so it was basically like the Cocodona peak and then just like valleyed for a couple of weeks there, 
hopped up for Hard Rock, down two weeks, up for UTMB. I'm talking like zeros or like five miles total. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, UTMB, like 130 miles, wherever it was that week with all that gain. Craters down, pops up when you attempted Mogollon, and then it's just been like zero, three miles, and three miles the last three weeks. So help me help you, man. Like at least just give yourself a little consistency in yeah. your training so that once you do go full Barkley, like you you have a – not even that you have a base, that like your body is just like, oh, right, this is a thing we've been doing for a while. That's or don't, no, whatever. That's, yeah, that's no, the plan. That's, that's fair. I, I, I got to take a little downtime here, though. And I know I say that having taken a lot of other downtime, but I'm a, I'm a little hurt still. So, All right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Des, Destober. We'll kick it off. Okay. Okay. And actually, um, uh, Matthew Feldhake in the chat here is calling for January, apparently. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think that would actually be pretty – that would actually align pretty well with your traditional Birth, calendar. Right? It's like birthday month of action also. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me put it this way. We know historically that I've always had this like race to 2000 miles in a given year. Um, I'm a low mileage person in case you guys haven't figured that out yet. Uh, I'm approaching a point where if you don't step it up here in the next couple of weeks, I will actually pass you in terms of 2021 annual mileage, which is saying a lot because I did not run for seven consecutive weeks in the middle of the summer. So if Chubby Skyler to overtakes <laughs> you, you got to do better. Man. Come All on. Right. That's fair. Uh, we are monitoring the chat tonight here in YouTube. 27 of you. I want to see 27 comments right now. You can say anything you want. You can ask a question. You can share what you did over the weekend. Uh, we need some, we need something to talk about. That's where this show is. Uh, just kidding. So, um, Zach Fairchild d did hop in here with a question, and we might just jump right to it since he, he cool. did chime in. So, what does the elite group look like for the Havilene 100? That sounds like a Jamil question. <laughs> well, Because I so have not made, not made a commentating cheat sheet yet. Just so happens I have the entrance list pulled up. So, um, and if you are... If you've been wanting to run the race and you have not because it's sold out, the wait list is clearing pretty quickly. A lot of our international runners are not able to join us this year, so they're being deferred again. And so I believe the wait list is close to being cleared. I think we have just 22 names left on it, and we have 666 entrants, believe it or not. And Ooh. so there should be some capacity opening up for Halloween no. 100. Sorry, no, we have to keep it. The entrance is exactly oh. 666. Well, we're going to get people to drop, so we have to add them back up to that. All that's right. that's the That can be the cutoff. That's fine. Cool. So let's see. Let's go to the women first. And I well, just... for, for, for context, uh, obviously, Halloween 100 being now a golden ticket race um, is occurring on the 30th? Uh-huh of october um so saturday the 30th are you guys doing uh any sort of distributed wave starts for the non-elite fields or is everybody starting saturday morning uh like we usually do it's all saturday morning i there's going to be likely a couple different waves in the in the morning i think the first one will go off at six and then six fifteen, and then possibly six thirty, if we need to spread it that much and then the 100k will be seven o'clock and it should be i believe all 
all one go for okay. that one. Cool. So, so we've unlike last year, which was like a four day event, we're knocking this bad boy out in 30 something hours. So sweet. Yeah. The, the right. normal 30, I guess could be like 30 and 15 minutes or 30 minute, 30, 30, something like that. Everybody will have 30. So the yeah. big news is that Devin Yanko is returning course record holder and she called her shot on Instagram, which is exciting. She put it out there. She's coming back. She's going for it. Um, so she is, yeah, she's the queen out here, the queen, queen of the desert, so to speak. Um, she, she, got, she had a bit of, I don't know if controversy is the word, but um, she was like attempting to validate her spot on the, was it the 50K world team? And they wouldn't accept her like time trial performance out here in the Bay Area. It's like something weird happened like that mm. where there was a whole bit of guff. So um, in addition to coming back from just a wild couple of years and some injuries and whatnot, uh, she might have a general chip on her shoulder to show the powers that be that she still got it. So so that's actually very interesting and, and, and exciting to see her back. Yeah, that that could be a thing. I didn't see that. So, um, yeah, definitely exciting. Uh, some other big names we've got coming out here. Uh, Lisa Roberts is towing the line. She, of course, was our longtime leader of Black Canyon 100K mm -hmm. and then finished second. Is that correct? Sounds right. Golden ticket. Uh, well, anyways, rolled past her, but um, she is coming out for Haveline 100. Uh, we've got Camille Heron signed up right now. Uh, I know, I think she's doing something else in between. She's always, she's always up to something, uh, always going for it somewhere. And, uh, if that doesn't pan out, she's always got something coming up next. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Loti Zeller, Zeller, sorry. Uh, she, I met her at the Solomon camp and she's coached by Pat Reagan. She looks like only has... 50k and 60k to her name but she's won both those she was a dnf at lake sonoma oh i'm sorry she also did the rocky raccoon 100k and won that and then there 50k and won that so she's she's undefeated in four ultras it looks like all from this year so she's brand new to the scene coached by pat reagan took the dnf at sonoma so we'll see what happens in the desert that'll be one to watch uh, we've got other kind of, I'm just looking at the ultra signup ranking. So Alyssa Jones is a local Arizonan stepping up to her first hundred miler. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, third place at Coldwater 52 K Honora Einhorn is looks like running her first hundred Susan Barrows, a former Aravipa employee from Bend is coming down. Nicole Manet from Michigan was second at project carbon x2 was also first at the yeti 100 first at the tunnel hill 50 and 637 so that should be a pretty interesting one yeah if there's an analogous course from a profile perspective that's pretty damn close to to this one so it's got the wheels that'll be important we got Meredith Edwards. She's run the 100K here before. 
Uh, Tessa Chesser, Aeroviper Racing Team, is lining up. Uh, those are some of the top females. I'm probably missing a ton. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more coming out in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking all about who's on this list. And we'll be doing probably more deep dives on this show, too. That gives you a little bit of an idea. And then for our men... Uh, well, let's see. Dave Stevens, who just won Run Rabbit Run 100. We just talked about him last week. He is coming out. He's got to be one of the favorites. Uh, Joe McConaughey, Arizona Trail FKT holder, is coming out. He's an ultra runner and a through hiker, so it's pretty exciting. Charlie Ware, who's won multiple golden tickets at different races, is coming back for a spot. We've got some more Aeroviper Racing Team members, uh, the Bellis Brothers, the Bellis Brotherhood. We've got Scion Lupowitz from Tucson. There's some other names here I don't recognize. Arlen Glick from Ohio. First at Umstead 100 in 1322 this year. Hello. Second at Tunnel Hill in 1257 uh, last year. First at Burning River in 1415. Uh... Yeah, I'd say he's mm-hmm. right up at the top of the favorites right there. Uh, he's also got a 1342 at Canal Corridor. He's probably uh, – he might be the top seed at this point. I, I won't argue that point with you. No. Uh, let's see. We've got some more – some one-off results here. Adam Dalton just has one result. Uh, won the Black Mountain 50K, so he's the top of the list. Uh, Cadden Hints from North Dakota. He, oh, that is just a virtual race. (laughs) (laughs) Snuck in there. Oh, we got Michael DeMarco from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Looks like runs a lot of races in Louisiana and Mississippi. First at the Mississippi Trail 50K. Don't know a lot about some of these races. It looks mm-hmm. like Children of the Cane. It's a hundred miler in Louisiana. Got second. That is the wildest name of a race. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's absolutely so terrifying. It looks like yeah, he's thirty four. He ran his first ultra. It looks like last year. So hey, you never know who's gonna make a breakout performance. You know, uh, Zach Marin or Marin from Ohio. Fourth place, Tunnel Hill, thirteen twenty-five. Man, let's see what. What's the Tunnel Hill reunion here? First, so we got some like Midwest speedsters that I think are looking to punch the golden ticket at a relatively flat race. Hopefully, training through some of that summer humidity and then hitting the sauna till October. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I'm clearly going to support my run flat Midwesterner. So uh, don't screw this up, guys. This is your chance. We're not we're not done yet. So we got Jacob Pusey, uh, brother to Rivers Pusey from mm-hmm. British Columbia. We got Cole Watson, Hoka athlete. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is, listen, Cole, Cole is in shape always. The dude is crazy quick. Like, don't forget what he did at Carbon X2 and, like, rolled with the gym for how long? Like, if he's ready to rock and, you know, being up, I think he's 
based out of like the Sacramento area, which is not cool. Like it's still a hundred plus most of the summer. If he's carrying, if he's still there, I haven't looked at Strava or anything, um, and carrying that fitness, don't don't sleep on him. Do I feel like he's he's still due for his breakout performance too, as far as the longer ultras go. So he was what eighth at OCC a couple years ago, third at Bandera, fifth at Canyons this year. Um, seventh at speed goat. So I think at one point, at some point it's going to click for him. Mm -hmm. And then we got Ryan Kaiser from bend. Yeah. And so let's see, what has he done lately across the years? 115 hours. Uh, he of course set our 50 K Silverton Alpine marathon 50 K, uh, course record, I believe a couple years ago. Just an overall, uh, you know, masters runner, but fast dude. Second at Leadville Trail in 2018, so definitely can uh, run with the best of them out there. Let's see, Luke Garten from California, Canyons 21st. Uh, let's see, River of No Returns 100K first place kind of getting down there but it's uh it's looking like a sweet list ryan montgomery signed up local van patterson mm -hmm. anyways ajw andy jones wilkins is returning it's his first time back since 2007 which was the year that before that we took it over and i was just volunteering at the race so that's going to be a trip for him. Like he hasn't seen the race since 2007. That's wild. It's going yeah. to be a shock. I mean, he will be propelled and just like being a part of the community and being around folks. Um, so I'll be interested to see how he performs, but yes, I'll also be interested in his sort of behind the scenes takes of, man, this is a lot different than it used to be back in my day. So I, I look forward to a, uh, age is a little aside. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah, and we're, we'll clearly do a much larger preview, uh, probably the week of, since you know, as you mentioned, a lot of the lists are still shaking out. Folks coming off the wait list, and folks might be dropping in. There might be some weird sponsor things that happen. I don't know. I don't run the race. I, I, that's I, I'm not a part of the business, but. Uh, I will have a commentating sheet ready so that we can live stream that bad boy for 30 straight hours uh, here on YouTube. So, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dig into it. We'll, we'll much Abs more. Absolutely. So that was, yeah, that we went pretty deep on that one, but that was good. So we've got some more commentary here in the chat and then we'll jump into some more structured program. Uh, are you or any Air Viper staff running or attending the Moab 240 this year? Uh, not that I know of. I was out there briefly last year uh, pacing Stephen Adderholt, but no plans this year. Um, we are kind of all in on Havelina 100 in October. We have one event this weekend in Flagstaff, and we have no other events. So we are going to be going head down, full steam ahead on JJ. Uh, Brian Sands, shout out. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Says, hey, Jamil and Skyler, great to see you both back. Will the Arizona fires last summer, do you think you'll need any course adjustment for Black Canyon or Cocodona? Great question. I don't think so 
I don't think so. Not due to the fires anyways. So I actually, I forget, I forget if any of the fires actually hit the Black Canyon 100K course. I don't think that it came down that low this time. Enough, yeah. But even if they did, the fires in that part of the desert usually don't require a lengthy closure. And then Cocodona, we're, we're not sure. Uh, there was a section up on the Coconino Plateau, like above Kazaner Mountain that burned. But that's a dirt road, so I think it should be fine. That's my update. The one race in Arizona of ours that burned this summer that is going to be a problem is Pinal Peak 50K. It was a new race this year up to the top of Pinal Peak. It's in a forest, a mountain forest up there, and the, the whole entire mountain range burned. There's been heavy flooding and erosion. So that one might be a couple of years, unfortunately. We literally held the race, and a week later, it was it was on fire. Lot of Midwest love in the chat for all those athletes, which is pretty cool. And Matt says that Cole trashed me in my debut ultra at TNF San Fran in 2016. Yep, so there you go. Right. Uh, righty, those are the those are the questions for now. Thank you, everyone, for chiming in. Sweet. Appreciate you. Um. So so let's get back to the. I guess usually. What is it? Traditional program. I, I'm forgetting the words here. Traditional yeah. programming. Regularly scheduled. Whatever. There something. it is. That's what I'm looking for. Um, so let, let's talk about a few of the things uh, this past weekend, I suppose, that were. And then uh, we'll, we'll turn our attention forward. Uh, should I go first with the run flat world? Would that sounds save you some time? Yeah, sounds Sweet. great. Okay, so uh, obviously the big thing that we talked about uh, in the professional scene last week was the Berlin Marathon, the first of the uh, what will be five Abbott Marathon majors that actually occur this fall. Uh, we talked about how Canadian uh, Bekele was talking about how he might be ready for a world record. We were talking about how it's the fastest course of all of the marathon majors historically. That's where Kipchoge set the official world record at. And then none of that happened on the men's side. They went out like it was going to happen. They ran uh, 60-48 through the half, which is like right on world record play, world record pace, and then blew up. It was like watching a like high school cross-country meet with like a bunch of freshmen in it and they all go out thinking it like, Oh yeah, I can run 1530 and then none of them can. And you just like watch it implode. It's just a death march to the end to see who's going to hold on. That's exactly how the Berlin marathon played out on the men's side. Uh, guy Adola uh, won it in two Oh five 45. Right. So split through the half at 60, 48 and then runs like a 64 minute second half which is not like there's hills and stuff. It's pretty much identical profile. And it was just like, hold on for dear life. Uh, Bekele did finish third. He's still on track to run uh, at New York on November 7th. Uh, apparently he's already come out with a statement or his coach did saying like, yeah, like I think I'm still in world record shape. So we'll see what happens. Uh, New York is not a course where you run world records at, but Hey, if he's got world record level fitness, that could make things very fun to watch. Uh, at New York. But again, I'll remind you, he DNFs like half of his races or he has over the past like five or six years. So he at least finished this one. So I'm not holding my breath for how New York goes for him. 
Uh, on the women's side, we did have uh, Hewat uh, Gebrekadin, uh, who was the favorite. She was the one who had run uh, the fastest time in the world. She ends up taking second to a debut marathon athlete, uh, Godin Gebrekadin. Uh, she won it in 2.20.09. Hewat finished in 2.21.23. And then, obviously, Shalane, uh, for the Americans here, uh, was the top American, finishing in 17th place in uh, 2.38.32. So Berlin was pretty much as exciting as we expected it to be, which was not super competitive and just shenanigans of a high order. So that's how that went down. Uh, we also had some shorter stuff that occurred uh in terms of UK, like 10 mile and 10K results, uh, Mark Scott stunting uh, on folks, uh, Elish McCorgan also stunting on folks in, in those races. But really the road scene is done other than marathons uh, for, for the rest of 2021. So that's where we are. In the uh, other professional stuff, but on the trails, uh, we had the USATF half marathon championships up in Wisconsin. Uh, the surprise entrant on the women's side, Stephanie Garcia, formerly of, or I guess still currently, of steeplechase fame here in the United States, uh, notoriously like fell over a barrier in the Olympic trials finals back in 2016 in Sacramento. Uh, she, she stepped up to the trails and took second place uh, behind, uh, oh, let me make sure I get this name right. Uh, it was behind someone from, uh, Arizona, that was the thing that stuck out to me from Williams, Arizona, which is not where I would expect a USATF champion to come from. Uh, Rachel Johnson uh, took, the, took the W there on the women's side. And on the men's side, no surprise uh, that Joe Gray took it out for the win. Yet another national title for the Hoka-sponsored athlete. Uh, his comrade uh, from Colorado, Andy Wacker, was third. So we're going to see the same names forever. Uh, it feels like on the the sub ultra trail scene, but that went down in Wisconsin. So we'll see a few more USATF uh, championships forthcoming, but sticking on things that are more grass and dirt. Like we did have a exciting weekend of cross country. Uh, basically everybody we thought would win, did win, uh, including Williams over MIT at the Purple Valley Classic. Just going to throw that out there. D3 love, shout out. Um, but basically on the men's side, NAU uh, still the, the the heavy favorite on the men's side after uh, the weekend that was. Uh, we have uh, on the women's side, co-national favorites, uh, literally even in the rankings between BYU and NC State. Uh, the BYU women are off this upcoming weekend, but NC State is going to be racing in uh, Indiana at Notre Dame, the Joe Piani invite. So we're going to see NC State, New Mexico, who is the third-ranked team uh, in in the Division One women's scene, uh, as well as Alabama, which is always kind of a threat uh, because they have just a bunch of front runners. So the Joe Piani invite on the women's side going to be very exciting to watch uh, this weekend. I think it's actually on Friday. Uh, and on the men's side, you have Notre Dame coming kind of obviously at their home meet. Uh, they're currently ranked second in the nation. Uh, obviously, Yared Nagus uh, is 
the folks that are the person that most folks are familiar with after his uh, run into the Olympics. Uh, but that men's team took second last year at Nationals behind NAU. They're going to be showing up on their home course. We'll definitely see what they can do. Uh, but really, all eyes are kind of focused on a few weeks from now when we have pre-nationals uh, on October 15th down in Florida. All the big guns going to be coming out. Um, and since we do have some Midwesterners in the chat, I will shout out that the Paul Short invite is happening this weekend, uh, which is like another fun race it's sort of in the, in the flatlands, even though it's north as hell, I guess. Uh, but the NAU women will be there. Uh, Nova will be there. Georgetown will be there. Uh, the Iona men are going to be there. So uh, if you're in the area or you can find the live stream, then that's also some cross-country racing for you. Uh, but, yeah, dude, things are things are plugging along. We are sort of in that ramp-up season uh, of cross where, you know, in a couple of weeks, that's where points are going to matter. That's where who you beat is going to matter. Uh, and we're, like, what, seven weeks until nationals at this point? So it's coming together, man. That's run flat news in a nutshell. Um, oh, I guess on the high school scene, they canceled both. Uh, I guess on the high school scene, they canceled Nike Cross Nationals. And this other race just popped up and was like, cool, we'll take all the best high schoolers uh, in the country and race them together. So that's exciting. Uh, and then the Marine Corps Marathon on the sort of like open side uh, got canceled because people are still concerned about COVID, which is a thing. So that's where we're at in 2021. We just, we got major marathons happening and then we got smaller events that are just like, nah, we can't figure it out, which based on the emails I've gotten for both Boston and New York, I could imagine like, oh yeah, that's a huge staffing infrastructure to like make these accommodations and all that. So I, I understand where some of these are. Uh, these other races are coming from. I imagine a lot of their participants are a little, uh, there's probably folks on both sides of that issue. Uh, but, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting as we continue to the fall if we see some of these non-majors also sort of fall into the same uh, the same trap where they just don't have the staff, the money, or what have you uh, to, to be able to support the event. Cool. Run flat news. Boom. All right, sir. Boom, boom. You're up. There was a lot more than I expected that was happening, but here we go. So first off, Golden Trail uh, Global Series uh, was the last race before the finale. And so the thing about the Golden Trail Series, if you don't know much about it, is it is – uh, a circuit that is mostly the like 20 to 30 kilometer type of range. I'm getting feedback in my getting like awful feedback. I think I have too many wires crisscrossed. My mic was off, so I literally no. Can't I know be you're for this you're one. good, but <laughs> it's like it feels like there's a just a rat's nest over here. So, welcome to it. Uh, good right now. So the the Skyrune race in France, uh, probably totally mispronouncing that, but these are mountainous trail races. They're like twenty to thirty k, except for this North American series, which is mostly fifty and sixty k's, which is a little little strange but that's just what it is maybe more people want to go race 50ks in the u.s whereas in europe they love this 20 21k 1700 meters gain so uh that went down this weekend um so john marguerite of spain and johan bajard i guess were uh first and second and course record and then ninky brinkman from the netherlands and um yeah a lot 
Danny Moreno is the top American, so she was fourth for the women, and there were no no American men that were in the top ten, and I don't think many of them have really been focusing on that series this year. Uh, I think Danny Moreno has been at most of them. Um, so yeah, moving on, I think probably the biggest race of the weekend in terms of, of ultra running would be the Spartathlon in Greece. Of course, is a historic race, uh, 153 miles from Athens to Sparta. And we saw a pretty historic win by a, a local. So it's been quite a while. Fotis, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce this last name, but Zissimopoulos. Uh, first Greek to win the Spartathlon since 1998 and the fifth fastest time ever. Only to Giannis Koros, so who still holds the record. Mm-hmm. That's pretty rad to see. Speaking of Giannis, we didn't get to talk about it on the show, but his 24-hour world record was broken this summer, yeah. just recently. That was probably the most unbelievable thing of the summer, if not the year, in terms of performances. Did not see that one coming. And it was also the same weekend as another major race. I'm forgetting which one. It's either Hard Rock or UTMB. But literally, like, it happened. And then everybody's just UT- like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it was UTMB. It was just like, all right, cool, cool, cool. We just saw the <laughs> the GOAT uh, win another UTMB. And it's like, no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. That might not even be the most you just got like, shocking result. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. That, I mean, that's that's got to be the biggest news of the year, performance of the year. Uh, if you're talking about a global global performance, Nothing comes, it's just, nothing comes fact, close. It was just like leaked out on Twitter. Like, oh, by the way, he might be doing this. Oh, he did it. All right, cool. It's just like no hype about it ahead of time whatsoever. Like <laughs> the, fact, the fact that we can even just like have something under the radar like that is e- either the most ultra thing that's ever happened or just a testament to there's, there's still hope for us to live our lives in obscurity and like just be low-key sometimes. That's cool, too. Yeah, well, I mean, this guy isn't unknown, so he set the 100-mile world record earlier this year in 11.14, so beat, beat Zach's time and had a per, almost a perfectly executed 24-hour race. And he's he's had many failed attempts, so it was cool to see it happen. On the women's side, Diana Zatviza from Latvia won in 25.23. I think Marissa Lysak was leading for quite a while and – fell to fourth so she she was fourth in 2704 that's one I, it's still on my list i think spartathlon i've never seriously considered it but it got to do it at some point i think mm-hmm. we've got let's see oh you already talked about the the berkey trail run mm-hmm. with joe joe gray and all that uh what else do we got going on here we had uh, Whistler Alpine, of course. Uh, we had Bear 100. So Adam Adam Loomis and Rebecca Windell won. I'm not sure I know those names, to be honest. Uh, if I was uh, if I was a betting man, they're probably swap athletes. Okay. At least one of them is. It's, I'm just throwing that out there. Probably. Check Roche's Strava. He probably typed one of them up over the weekend that I missed, but. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, there was a pair of 50Ks on back-to-back days near Buena Vista, and Courtney won them both, apparently. <laughs> and she beat the men in both of them as well. Sweet. So she won overall. 
back to back long run days. No big deal. Yeah, one of them was 4:34, and then the next day was 5:29. I think the second one was more mountainous. Uh, we saw the Yeti 100 mile with a, also a women's overall winner, Amy Hamilton in 1523. Chris, the men, Van Varnado was the men's winner, about 10 back. So, uh, yeah, that's a little bit of an update. Um, the Whistler Alpine Meadows, I honestly don't, I unfortunately don't remember the names of the winners, but they were. Pretty much everyone at the race was Canadian, I think with the exception of me, Max King, and a couple from, I believe, New Mexico. And they drove all the way there. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, it's a little difficult to get to Canada at the moment, so I get it. Yeah, it was, it was doable, but, you know, it's an ex- extra hoops, you know, getting tested, all the stuff. So I don't know. That's that's old trending updates. Um, what else? We got Broken Arrow this weekend. I'm gonna jump back in the chat, but uh, like what, you, what you got one. on that? Yeah. Yeah. What do I have on it? I don't know. Um, yeah, the fact that it will be very interesting to have a course that is guaranteed to not have snow. Uh, I think that changes the game a little bit in terms of who can perform well, uh, who will perform well there. Uh, obviously. Folks who are potentially coming back from Sonoma, UTMB, um, you know, coming out of a summer block where you had good weather and getting ready for a mountain ultra also just sets you up for success in a way that trying to train in, you know, February, March, April might like in terms of starting your base might not allow, uh, especially if you're trying to get into similar terrain. So, yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be fire. I have no entrance list. I'm just doing this off the top of the dome based on people. Oh, I've got an I've got an entrance list for you if you need. Yeah. Let's just off <laughs> off the jump. So off the top of the dome, no prep. Let's just make some wild accusations, not accusations, predictions. Uh, I guess we make wild accusations too, whatever. Uh, but predictions. Yeah, let's just, let's let's walk through it. So first off. What's happening? What's going on? Broken Arrow Sky Race, Olympic Valley slash Palisades, Tahoe, uh, where Western State starts. So that's for those of you that are unfamiliar with this event. Friday, there's a VK. VKs are mostly dead in the U.S., I think, except for Broken Arrow and The Rut. I think they're the only two that have VKs. So it's an uphill race. It's a vertical kilometer of climbing. It's like a sky running thing. And so that'll be at 11 a.m. on Friday. On Saturday, we've got a 52K that will be taking place all over the mountain. And then there's a 26K on Sunday. And that actually, the 26K is the one that's in the Golden Trail National Series, I believe, which is good because that matches like the Global Series. Love that. And there's a live stream Friday. Sunday. So it sounds like the the VK will be live streamed and then the 26K will be live streamed on Sunday. And they'll have a four hour live broadcast with aerial footage, unique course segment flybys, embedded racer cams, in race athlete commentary hosted by Dylan Bowman, Corin Malcolm, and newcomer Jorge Maravilla. 
Nice. So mixing nice. it up a little bit. I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm all for that. Okay. So enough of that. You guys know what's happening now. And so who's racing this thing? So the 26K, there's Which probably I did a verify is the Golden Trail. Okay, great. Series. So uh, Joe Gray, he's on this list. So cool. Close, right. Just close the book on that one. Everybody race for a second. Sweet. Uh, let's see here. On the women's, literally on the women's side, because we already know Joe Gray is going to take it. Uh, <laughs> Sasha Emerling. Do you know who that is? I do not. Yvette Tetrialt, Laura James, Kristen Wallstad. Kind of go down the list here. Kimber Maddox. I've heard of her before. Oh, she. What did she do? She's done something. Narnar was 10th. First at Way Too Cool 50K. Okay. Xterra Trail Run World Championship. First place a few years back. So this could really suit her well, I would say. Um, Anna Frost. That's oh, cool. okay. Yeah, I'm I'm struggling here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. We could just go to the kids' run entry list. Hell, at this rate, <laughs> uh, they they'd still be. We'll, pro- we'll provide just about too. as much coverage on that as as this other one. It sounds like. No, I mean, all, all the more reason to support the live stream. Because they'll tell us what the hell's happening. Um, yeah, the women's race will be interesting because it's like 26K in and of itself is like such a rare distance where we see competitive races in the United States, right? It's like just over half a marathon, but it's on a trail. And so you just don't see, like, even major 50Ks or 50 milers, you don't see a lot of sub ultras uh, that are that are stood up for like other people who don't want to run that far. So it's kind of difficult to, without having sort of your traditional USATF qualifiers there without your trail half marathon folks and your, uh, even the world mountain team folks, you're just like, all right, this, this could be literally anyone who just like has woods in their backyard and grinds on a regular basis, which makes it very interesting because Unless you start stalking some Instagrams and figuring out like who your local person is that's in this race, you might you just might get to sit back and enjoy it without sort of preconceived notions about how it should go down. Unlike the men's race, where it's like, all right, Joe Jeezy should win this thing, and then anything else would be shocking. Do we have like is Wacker on the men's race? Is Seth James Demore like anyone who has at least been on a national team? Or just like as a really freakish athlete who's all of a sudden stepping up. Watch, one of these people is going to be like a former collegiate athlete stepping up that I didn't actually hear. Okay, I be blown up. oh, I missed a bunch of these. It looks like. <laughs> Wait, can we confirm? So you confirm that it is part of the Golden Trail, the twenty six k. Twenty six k is yep. It is the U.S. Canadian final. I should know this because I literally do this like for. Oh my gosh! I'm on the Golden Trail series, and I'm on. It's in Italian. Italian. What I can't talk. 
I cannot talk. Fire me, just cut me off the air. I will I will drop it in the chat. We have a chat function here. Yeah, we do. Here, I will drop you the link. There we go. Broken go. Arrow finale. Twenty six K. Okay, that's funny. All right, we're good. Okay, so let's get the full list here. Um, David Sinclair, Max King, Andy Wacker, Jackson Brill, Preston Johnson, Sam Sali, Michelino Sinceri, Patty O'Leary, Darren Thomas, uh, Jeffrey Stern. I'm just going off names I kind of know. I don't see Demore on this one, but that is one you would expect to see. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, he'd be rocking his pulsars. Zach Marion. Okay. I mean, there's a grip of Solomon-related athletes for sure. Yeah. So the men's race will also be compelling, just with a bunch of names we know. Whereas the women's race will be compelling. And we're going to be completely blindsided. That's what it sounds like. Would you, you give me the women's list again off the top? Yeah, yeah, I can kind of read it down. So Laura James, Kristen Wallstad, Julia Hillsky, she's from British Columbia, Marina Glaus, M.K. Sullivan, Katie Holligan, Kimber Maddox, Kelly Wolf, Laura Ewing, Sam Lewis, Janelle Links, Bryn. Alaka, Lindsay Bedner, Anna Frost, Sarah Reidman. Um, oh, Annie Doobie. She is, used to live in Arizona, and she's been killing it on the OCR like Spartan circuit. Mm-hmm. So that is interesting. There's pro- oh Bailey Kowalczyk, of course. She, Hillary Allen. Uh, do Emma McCune, Collier Lawrence, Angela Teary. Kelly Power. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Back up. You can't just blow past that. Uh, Well, one, shout out Emma, SFRC, count it. Uh, Two, Collier Lawrence is Mel Lawrence's older sister. So Mel Lawrence, steeplechaser, Wazell athlete. I think Collier also might be a Wazell athlete. And she just this year, I believe, started making this transition to trail running. So the fact that she's just like all in a broken arrow is kind of nuts. I'll be very interested to see how how she performs. And she's originally from Reno, like they grew up in Reno. I had to race them back in high school as a thing. So, uh, yeah, cool. All right, you can continue. I mean, it looks like she's dabbled a little bit in some trail stuff over the last couple of years. But, yeah. yeah, she won the Silver State Half Marathon in Reno in May. Told you. So, I don't know. I'm kind of getting, I mean, we're still in the 90s, but of percentages here. Crystal Quadra, Denali Strabel, Megan Flanagan, Carly Foreman, Ashley Hall, Rebecca Anderson. So, sounds like it's going to be a, a pretty solid field. The 52K has a lot of names that you would recognize on the ultra scene as well. Uh, who do we got here? David Sinclair. 
Is he also doing the 26K? Probably. There's probably some people doing both. You would imagine that. David Kilgore, Seth Ruling, Cody Lind, Christian Gehring, uh, Jacob Reidman, Justin Houck. Last one in the past right, right there. Uh, oh, man. Women's side. We got Sarah Bergeron LaRue. She's from Canada. I got to sort this by women real quick. Um, all right, let's see. We got like Casey Sutherland. I don't know her. Helen Mino, Rachel Spaulding, Kristen Bohm, Kamala Rico, Ali McLaughlin. Oh, we know Ali Mack. Um, Mally Noyes. She's a Solomon athlete that is does a lot of skiing. I think she's a Nordic athlete, but also jumps to the trails sometimes. Sandy Nypaver, Olivia Amber, Hillary Allen also doing this one. Alexis Krellin. We got Natalie Sandoval. She's a really fast runner from Phoenix area. Been winning a lot of the Aravipa races locally. Corinne Malcolm, 52K. And then you go commentate the next day. That sounds right. And the day before, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Betsy Nye. All right. Shout out. Interesting to see Courtney not on any of these, but she will be there. Maybe she'll jump in. Huh. All right. So that's Broken Arrow. Sweet. Yeah, it'll be it'll be exciting to watch. To put it that way, um, yeah, dude, that fifty-two K can blow up. That's a lot of names and a very dry course. <laughs> it could be carnage. It could be Western States level carnage in you know less than half the distance. It's gonna be fun. Tune in live. Broken Arrow YouTube channel Friday, 11 a.m. California time, and then Sunday whenever it starts. <laughs> uh, let's see. Is it today? Is it there, there it is. Yeah, I could, I could look it up. I had the schedule open a second ago. Presented by Strava. Don't forget that. Uh, it looks like, yeah. <laughs> All right. 7 a.m. On Sunday, probably tune in a little bit early. I'm sure they'll be going live. But yes, the live stream is presented by Strava. And I don't think they have a live stream in the 52K. Because all the commentators have to run the 52K. It's part of the deal. That's the deal with Strava. And they have to get all of the segments done as well. They have to become local legends. Like kudo work. It's fine. Yeah, no, I'm actually really excited for this, though. I mean, obviously, Dylan and Corinne have been crushing it. Uh, Western State, 2TMB, uh, you know, been, been stellar. Jorge is going to be a fun addition, though. Really <laughs> looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, he's going to be good. New father, he's got, like, all that, that pent-up energy. So he's going to be, like, unleashed on the live stream. I'm really looking forward to it. So... Good, good for them. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to tune into that uh, once I'm done with my half marathon. I'll have to like pop on. Check it. Check yeah. it. 
Uh, we got another question here in the chat. It says, I don't see Skizzlefresh on the Yukabar Massacre entrance list in the 25-mile or 50-mile. Can you confirm that he's doing the 100-mile? Uh, super not. I uh, kind of already have, what, like 100 miles of racing in the next eight weeks or something, so... I'll, I'll stop there. Well, yeah, and you've I, got a marathon the weekend before and the weekend after. Uh, I don't even I don't know the dates of that specifically, but I had a half marathon this weekend. I got Boston, which is really like a glorified workout. Let's be real. Um, and then week off cross country race, week off New York, week off cross country race, week off quad dipsy. And then potentially a final cross country race after that, which is ridiculous because also that means I'm at quad. I do quad. Well, it's Thanksgiving. Then it's quad dipsy. Then I get on a flight to Austin. Then me and you hang out in Austin for a week. I literally fly back. I'm home for potentially four hours. Get on a different flight to Southern California. Race a cross country race Saturday morning. Fly back. Perfect. Perfect. So, no, I will not be running any 100 milers. Um, I might go to across the years and wave at you guys. That'll be the closest thing to that, most likely. But uh, we, 2022 might be a different conversation. Details forthcoming. All right. Um, I'm running out of stuff to talk about this week. <laughs> I'll just be real. Thanks, thanks for your brutal honesty. Uh, yeah. I mean, we can also wrap this relatively soon but obviously turn to the chat for folks who are here live on youtube on the mountain outpost youtube channel join us when we go live which apparently is tuesday evenings at some point um but oh i had a question for you that, yes. that came uh from from elsewhere um but i was supposed to relay it to you uh in terms of so you've got slam to the dam that's slam to the dam to electric boogaloo since you can't do just one race, like what does your third iteration of Slam to the Dam look like? Like, is it are you going to include new races? Like, what? What's your? You keep what talking year, about TDG. What year would I, that happen in? I don't know, man. That, that sounds like a personal question. <laughs> it depends how the lotteries hit, you know. I mean, I'm definitely going to apply for Hard Rock next year. I'm definitely going to apply to Barkley next year. So you got half of it right there. Um, I mean, TDG would qualify, definitely. And that is definitely up there on the list. Um, and then Reunion Island? That's so... Uh. <laughs> it's, a lot of, it's a lot of European travel. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a bad idea. Uh, Which is I don't know. exactly why. I mean, someone in the ch someone in the chat was like Ozark Trail 100. Come to the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what we should start doing. We should just be like, all right, cool. Like we're gonna run X number of events this year. But we gotta check off like whatever we can establish our respective distances and whatnot. And then yeah, and then be like, all right, let's just throw it to. Throw it to the viewers. Throw it to like, the listeners. Like, yeah, drop like a bunch of races in the Midwest in the chat, and then we'll raffle them out of a hat, and we'll both Pretty go. Much. We'll both go and run it, and it'll be great. 
and we'll put out a video like four years later because we don't edit we'll, stuff. We'll just live. We'll just live stream it so it's out immediately with that terrible with terrible audio. That'd be great. That could be fun. That could just a weird twenty twenty two. I I say this recognizing that I also have a wedding to plan, so <laughs> my free time might be a little crazy. We might have to front load those races a bit, but uh, yeah. Ooh, oh, we'll, I, we'll, I, let's talk offline so we get into some stupidity for 2022. Let's talk about what? So we'll talk offline about what stupidity oh, yeah. we'll get into for 2022, I'm sure. For sure. I found out where Courtney's going to be at Broken Arrow. Also, did you see Courtney's on Cameo? No, because I've never been on Cameo. Well, she just posted on her Instagram. I have not, also not been on Cameo. Okay. Good for her. I feel like That's we... A good passive income, basically. Yeah, I feel like we should buy one that's like, thanks for watching the Mountain Outpost pod, and then it can be our outro. It'd be so <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, we've had worse ideas. I'll put it that way. The chat is blowing up over this idea. They are loving it. It's just scrolling with comments. That's cool. no. Good. No, that's no, that's no. the dream. Um, yeah, you know. And yeah. hell, if, if no other reason, it'll at least force us to consistently train for a year, which is neither of our strong suits. Could we do it? Do you think between us, we could run 52 races in a year? Like each of us did 26. And they wouldn't all be ultra distance, obviously. They could be I'm any, involved, they could be of any distance. Theoretically. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't just like, all right, I did a mile time trial this week. Like I have to be like a, you have to like show up to an actual race event, but it could be a cross country race. It could be a five k road race or a turkey trot. But we could also it could be a mix of mix stuff. In. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I yeah, I could do it. I guess you also have all of your own races, which does help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that I'm I mean, about that, I'm like, oh, I yeah, mean, I could. I mean, and I could often double too. Well, so I'm gonna lean on you for double. forty of them, and then I'll do twelve. Cool. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> if it's a team effort, it's a team effort. We just got to get there. Um, yeah, Courtney, she is, it looks like she's hosting a Kodiak Cakes pancake party. Uh, how to trail run workshop. She's going to do a women's panel. So she doesn't have time to run. That's for sure. Uh, okay, that's all I got. All right. And Noah says, you guys have come a long way since the Chipotle challenge. We really haven't. <laughs> we really have. Like, like functionally. Downhill. We've only gone downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But, yeah, I'm not trying to redo that one again. I still do go to Chipotle on a regular basis, though. I definitely am there a few times a month. Yeah. Definitely. It's clutch. I'm trying to contract that my diet a little bit as I get into this, like, high-intensity race season, but... You know, that's that's why I haven't had any beers on the pod. You know, I'm trying to try to do better. Didn't you have one last week? No, I had a truly or a oh, Kirkland that's, Seltzer. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's coming back. I didn't say I said being better. All right, I'm, I'm trending in the right direction. Uh, so, so yeah, which is hard because it's Oktoberfest. So <laughs> it's like it's like perfect season. Uh, I am looking forward to after Boston being like, all right, cool. Just like Sam Adams, Oktoberfest, give me all the, give me all the drinks. Uh, that's going to be, this going to be exciting. Yeah. I got to figure out if I'm doing like a little group run 
that weekend. Maybe maybe catch some folks while we're out there, uh, or at least while yeah. I'm out there. We'll yeah. We'll see what's what. I mean, it literally might just be me at a bar at the finish line. Like when you're done, just come through. But we'll see. We'll see how the schedule pans out. But, but that could be fun. Let me let me put some legwork on that. No promises, but we'll try to. If you're if you're a fan of the show, or just want to see if I actually exist, uh, yeah, we'll. My people will call your people. We'll announce something. God, I guess that's be next week, right? Oh, this race uh, is so close. It's, it's coming up. <laughs> I've got to, I got to cover twenty six miles and just in my head make sure that it's a good last long run before New York. New York is objective one. Is that one? So, is New York in November? November seventh. So it's after, the weekend after Halloween hundred. Correct. Okay. Which is also all sorts of fun. I'm gonna spend a lot of time on planes in the next seven weeks uh yeah yes so yeah i had that entire race schedule that i outlined plus still in the heart of coaching season uh we have our last two league meets and then league championships league championships is actually the day before the new york city marathon so i'm missing <laughs> my kids championships uh i'll have to coach them like race plan throughout the week and then be like all right see you guys uh my my other head coach is gonna have to, to cover um and then literally the day before Pacific USATF cross champs is their postseason meet, their sectionals to try to qualify for state. So it's just like all the high, all of my major races coincide exactly with my high schoolers races, plus traveling to commentate for Havelina, plus the holidays. I don't know what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. Now like book it back for quad, get blown up by David Roche and Patty. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be an absurd absurd couple of months which is why i need to put out i need to put out content i need to put out a blog so i'm sorry yeah i got all these files that are just stacking up i'll let you guys know that i'm still alive and i am actually training so Legit. it's cool which means you need to also start training because i can't carry the load on running because that means that the world is frozen over it's time for me to start okay time to do something I don't care if it's 15 miles a week and we just like consistently build from there, but this whole, like I went on a three mile, one hour and 10 minute hobby walk. is not going to cut. Are you talking guy. about my run last night? Yes. Exactly I was like, I was, I was just scoping the neighborhood, checking up on what's going on. And, uh, I think I actually forgot to stop my watch. I came in. It was not quite that long. It was definitely a stroll. It was not, not very quick. And then my IT band felt terrible, so this is great. Cool. Well, listen, I will send you all sorts of foam rollers and like power dots or whatever we need to get your get your body right. Go see a chiropractor, you know, do something, make sure that you're functional, and then like, let's just let's get it going, dude. Come on. All right. Let's go. Because worst case scenario, we're gonna have to knock out another beer 10k when I'm there for oh my god for holiday and let's listen. I'll show you out again. Stunt on you by another 40 minutes over six miles. All right. <laughs> Look, oh. the, the Kirkland signature 10K. Those are so light. Those are so much lighter <laughs> than trying to carry all those damn glass bottles and the chafing of the over. Man, I'm really bummed that that video is not out anymore. That was probably, I was in such great shape in 2016. That's really what it comes down to. Where are we all? Where are we all? Yeah, thanks. 
Anything uh, left in the chat? Or That's we just good. got we just have a request to remake the drop bag race. No. Cool. Next question. <laughs> and then the only other we, thing he's is a kid. Okay. We can't be doing crazy things like this anymore. So so far our uh, our Midwest raffle lottery for races has one race in it because we've only had one person suggest a, a race and that's may gackstetler the superior 100 all right what is this superior 100 2022 is let's see is it july the, the registration opens in winter uh this is not a great website, I will say. That's no fault of their own. I'm sure they got other things they got to worry about. Hang on, give me an about page. This is an empty, empty, empty about page. Oh, Minnesota. I don't actually think I've ever been in the state of Minnesota. So September, it was September 10th and 11th, 2021. Yeah, which means nothing because COVID. So it could be any time next year. Who knows? It this one photo I've seen does look pretty nice though. So let's talk. Let's see. Lowest point of the trail is six hundred and two feet above sea level. And the highest point is eighteen twenty nine. That's my jam. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> deceivingly difficult, apparently. Of course it is. Of course it's like it is. The superior sawtooth. Superior hiking trail, and it's like super jaggedy, technical. All right. Hopefully, it's in like a April, May, June time frame. That probably works out a little bit better for my schedule. But it, it is the first entrant, and it gets like three tickets in the lottery because it was the first one. So, congrats for for sliding that one in. That's on the list. So, yes, yeah, since your other submissions, uh, listen again. They don't have to be hundreds. I actually prefer yeah. that they are not <laughs> Help me help you. But, actually, we you got know. we had the other one, didn't we? There was something earlier. It was prior to that conversation. Oh, Ozark Trail 100 in Missouri. All right. 100. I put in Ozark Trail 100 and like two lanterns and a cooler were the first thing that popped up on Google. So uh, not great uh, marketing race. Let's go there. All right. So it's point to point. It's over 100. It's 101. I don't like it. Um, the Ozark cool. Trail 100 Lumen LED tent and camping light. That's amazing. Uh, this seems not it's fun. It's the same. Ozark is the tr same day as Havilene 100. Yeah. That's out. So That's a bit of a complicating factor. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's get some 50K, 50-mile 50 options that are not in conflict. Anyways. Yeah, we'll figure All it right. out. Cool. This, this, is, going... this, is, this is a good project. This is great. Uh, all right. I think that's all we have this week. We're here for consistency. We're back. We'll see you next week. Next Tuesday, allegedly. Allegedly. But... We'll, we'll get it done. But obviously, tell a friend to tell a friend. Share, like, subscribe if you're on the YouTube. If you've been in the chat, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, join us in the new Discord whenever Jamil gets around to updating it. Or join us in the old Discord, which is still alive and 
usually just involves me dunking on Jamil. And then if you are listening to this on your podcatcher of choice on the Steep Life Media channel, uh, share, share, leave a review, I guess. That's what every other podcast says to do. I don't, apparently I'm supposed to tell you to do that, but do what feels good. Five stars only. It's the only answer you're allowed to give. Five stars. Done. Cool. This has been real. I've been Skizzle. He's Love been it. Jam Jam. This has been a podcast, and we'll catch you guys next week. All right. See you, everyone. Bye.